Hi, this is Cameron. And I'm Jorge Luis. And today we have our second quarter update, <laughs> as well as season three wrap-up. Let's hear all these amazing stories, and let's start now. Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. Welcome to the Educational's Hope Hopecast. I'm Cameron Graham Vivanco. And I am Jorge Luis Rodriguez. I'm the co-founder of Equals H and the director of the program here in Ecuador. And I am the coordinator of teams and training for Equals H in Ecuador as well. Education Equals Hope exists to provide for the education of those in desperate and difficult situations. And our biggest goal for this podcast is to keep all of our dear listeners, supporters, and friends all over the world informed as to what is happening with our ministry in Ecuador. Because uh, we have some people listening from Sweden, uh-huh. and I don't even know, who, I don't even know who I know in Sweden. <laughs> we don't know who so they if are. you're listening in Sweden, hi, hi, thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks, we're so glad you're here with us. Um, we couldn't do any of this without you, and we're so very, very thankful. So thanks for joining us. Jorjito. Hey, Cameron. It's just you and me. <laughs> Finally. It's like old times. <laughs> it's how we started, actually. It's true. It's true. It's been phenomenal having uh, having all of the guests and all of the teams come through. Um, what a gift. And it's it's that time of year when we're, it's actually just you and me here because we are wrapping it up. Yeah. For right now. <laughs> yes. For this third season. Third season. I can't believe it. It's well been great to see how it has, you know, evolved. And now we have guests all the time. Can we can we fist pump across the yes. table? Thank you. Good job. Good job. Uh, yeah, we want to do the second quarter update. Our first, <laughs> <laughs> our first quarter update was a little bit late, and this one's a little bit early, so it's yeah. pretty um, smushed. And if you've been listening all along, we're so grateful. We're just so grateful for people who would choose to spend their time to stay abreast of what God is doing through Equal mm-hmm. Age. Absolutely. We're mm-hmm. super thankful that people are still engaging, and there's more people coming to the family, joining the family of Equal Age, which mm-hmm. is absolutely a blessing. Here, here. Um, and so we're going to make sure everyone knows all the things that happened uh this last quarter-ish, <laughs> and project into the next quarter the things that are coming third quarter, uh, because we won't be, the Vivancos physically won't be in Ecuador mm-hmm. to do the podcast, so we'll have to pick back up in probably late September, early October. Right. That's our hope and mm-hmm. goal. But so, yeah, the we're just a quick reminder, there are two parts of the program. One is the micro scholarships themselves mm-hmm. through the ministry sites, and the other is are all the people that come alongside, yes. whether that's teams or interns, or vision teams, the people who give their their time, energy, and effort to walk alongside our students mm-hmm. and their churches and their families. And so as this is high season, <laughs> <laughs> really high season for teams, um, that is what most of May and June have been all about. Um, is, Absolutely. Is the planning. I would even and, say starting from April. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm just mm-hmm. saying that um, that our last update took us right. through April and now continuing that same theme <laughs> of all of the meetings. Um, Jorge, share with us a little bit about what the intern process is like. We got to hear from all nine of our interns. Yes. But what does the pre-field look like for them? 
It's very interesting, and actually, um, I'm really happy to mention all of these steps because we are seeing the fruit mm. in this interns and in this generation of interns that we're super happy to have them. It's just pretty clear on how the process is actually get getting us where we want it to. Uh, it actually starts in the recruiting phase uh, that we start actually in December. In December, what we try to do between October, November, and December, we try to, you know, sense the waters and see who might be interested. And December so is when the, we... So yeah. it really is, I know Caroline was sending out emails last September. Mm-hmm. And so that's just the testing. We're right throwing after, the yes. net wide. Right after our summer program is over, we try to start filling the waters and seeing who mm-hmm. is interested. Mm-hmm. Sending emails saying, you know, we're looking for interns next year, but in December is when we sit down. And we totally, um, you know, start to recruit people directly. And we, when we have the first contact with each one of them, we send them the form and they actually learn all about what they will be doing on, on all about A equals H mm-hmm. and the roll down here. And then after that, in the first weeks, the first two weeks of January, we want to contract everybody that is actually going to help participate on the summer. summer. Mm-hmm. So that's how it starts. The way the reason why we want to do that too is because we want to be able to do some pre-discipleship, pre-field discipleship. So we want to connect with each um, one of them, mainly with the ones that are in the States over Zoom in one monthly uh, meeting. Mm-hmm. These meetings help us, A, to fill them out in everything that Equals H is uh, so that when they are down here, it's not all that information crammed into their ears and their brains so that they're learning about it little by little. And then the other is for us to form relationships with them. And the third option, of course, is uh, the third reason, of course, is so that we can actually get to nail down all of the logistics, details, fundraising, payments, everything that we have to do, mm-hmm. flight purchasing. So it has been a great, great uh, opportunity to get to know them and start the relationship that way. We do that starting from January. Once they're contract, we do a monthly meeting with each one of them. And at the end, before they coming down here, we do a Zoom meeting with all of the interns, North American and Ecuadorian over Zoom, so they can get to know each other and at least recognize their, their faces before they are living all together in one house. That is for the North American um, interns, for the ones in the States. For the Ecuadorians, we we send out all the, uh, the forms in December, and we try to talk to them on January, trying to see... Um, you know, the first interview and trying to see who is really interested and not. The opportunity for them is different. For some of them that have not done teams with us before, we try to give them also the opportunity of host co-hosting or shadowing some of the teams that we have in spring break and between January and May mm-hmm. and April, actually, mm-hmm. uh, so that they can get a chance to actually see how we do teams. There's many, many of this um, young people have actually participate of other ministries, work with them in different um, things, different projects. But the way that we do teams in youth world and equals age is very, very different. Mm-hmm. So we want them to be able to at least see that, not participate in the sense of leading them, but just seeing how it would look like so that they truly understand what is their, what is their role going to be during the summer program. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty much it. It's really fun to have watched you and Caroline pour into them. And mm-hmm. like you said, the discipleship process is starting even before they land on the ground. And so all that that was happening um, all 
of 2023, and then they finally arrived in May, and we did training, two weeks mm-hmm. of training. And it's, fa- again, fantastic to have Caroline in her organization, and she's got calendars, <laughs> and everyone has these two days off, and just making sure that, that we're having some good, healthy rhythms. Um and then going straight into block one. And we, our last yeah. two podcasts have been uh, St. Paul's from Augusta, <laughs> yeah. Georgia. Before, before talking about oh. block one, Cameron, training was great. Oh. And we actually wanted to, you know, nail down on all of the details and everything. And, and Cam- Caroline was like, I'm going to teach them about this. And I was, I'm going to teach them about this. And then Caroline got sick first. Oh, yeah. And then I got sick second. And then we will are working. The training went for like what twelve or thirteen days. I just blocked it out because because <laughs> that meant that I had to step up and I did a lot more things than I was planning on doing. Just me, and that's okay. But we are so glad that both of you are healthy again, and we got through it. And I got sick twice during training. I know <laughs> it was awful, awful for my side, but it was also awful that it, we couldn't actually see. Well, it worked out. It did. And, it worked great. And interns are well trained, I hope. Which yeah. brings us to block one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I will just back up one moment to say that it's incredible to see the discipleship house work. Mm-hmm. Um, five North, uh, five Ecuadorians and four North Americans living under the same roof, getting, I mean, when do you get that chance to live cross-culturally intentionally looking for kingdom values and cultures and having people walk with you to um, help coach you through the hard things and celebrate the good things. It's just, Mm -hmm. I have so much respect for the people that started the process. I remember when I was an intern, I was all about, (laughs) well, I was never an intern. I take that back. I came down my first summer, I was 28 years old and everyone else was 19 and (laughs) that's a different story. But, um, I had a great summer, but I was all business. Like, hey, let's right. just get this done. Let's like, let's, these are the most important things, task, task, task. And I'm so grateful for the people that went before me. So that's a shout out to Phil Payne and to Sandy Miller and Brad Miller and Elizabeth Payne. Um, they had designed, as youth ministers, had designed this intentionally as discipleship and leadership training right. while we get to do the incredible work of short-term missions. Yeah. And I... As I get older, I can more appreciate their wisdom, and I'm just so, so grateful for that. I can say that as an, I was an intern myself for two years, and it it changed my life. Mm -hmm. And at the beginning, you're talking about the cross-cultural living, right, as a gift, and it is. Right in the moment when you are right in, (laughs) it might not right feel, you know, exactly like a blessing because it's stressing. But I have noticed in me and other interns and other people that have done the, the internship, that, you know, sometime later, you're just so more prepared to understand other people just because you had that experience. You're just more open to understand other cultures, other mindsets, and other traditions uh, because of something like this. So it is a huge, huge, huge help for the mm-hmm. program. Mm-hmm. So um, our well-trained interns were ready to <laughs> receive their uh, first group of teams, which have already come and gone in the yes. last two St. Paul's Augusta Woot Woot mm-hmm. and the cross team mm-hmm. with the mixture of the top of the cross Woot Woot and, and Holy, Holy Cross, Cross, Holy Cross Simpsonville Woot Woot. Just amazing, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people, wonderful relationship. Yeah. So that's really where we, we dawn to dusk every day <laughs> yes. has been um, focused on 
on those things. So that's kind of our our second quarter update. Yes. Um, and let's move future forward because we are <laughs> still running hard. Yes. Um, so we're, block two starts tonight. Yep. Um, the first team is arriving tonight. First team arrives tonight. Next team tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Then you'll got, y'all run that block for 10 days. Uh, then there'll be a little bit of a, a, a day off before we go to the midsummer be, uh, beach retreat. If you're going to have a retreat and you're in Ecuador, you might as well <laughs> drive six hours to the coast. Um, that is an activity and refreshment at the same yes. time. Yes. And then come back and you have three teams all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Shout out to St. Mary's. Uh, in Stewart, Florida, and St. John's in Tallahassee, Flo- uh, in Tallahassee Florida, mm-hmm. and St. James in Wilmington, North Carolina. I'm super excited they're coming and to be a part of that. And then you'll have a wrap-up with the interns after they leave and summer will be over. But you also, at the same time that you're running those three teams and the interns, you and Rocio will start with annual yes. team meetings. Yes. Tell us about those. Well, those are the great opportunity that we have to sit down with each ministry site separately to get to hear all the stories of how this school year has been. Um, things that it's a great opportunity to hear how it went well, what things went well, what things can improve, but mainly the dreams and longings for each one of the ministry site. This is where we can actually taste and touch the, um, the impact of the program of a scholarship with if each one of the ministry sites. Mm-hmm. So this is the time where Tio and I just get to sit down and listen to them and try to support them as much as we can. And of course, just dream with them to see what are the next steps. Yeah, yeah there's some ministry sites that only do teams, others that only do scholarships. But this is the moment where some of the, their dreams is, can we actually get teams now? Or can we actually grow more in these things? How do you guys see this is what we're doing right now? This is our dream. How do you guys see that is possible or not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's really kind of pastoral care for the whole mm-hmm. ministry site, working with the coordinators. Yeah. Asking for their prayer request, what's been hard? Because mm-hmm. um, they get, they get, they're the real heroes working 365. True. Um, with the families that are in desperate and difficult situations, and um, and it's challenging to give all the time. But what a gift and what a privilege and what a blessing to give, and um, and to see how it is that each side can receive as well. Mm-hmm. So you guys get to work on that yeah. relationship together. So that will be a big part of July. And Rocio will be putting will be pulling together the statistics um, of who, yes. how many past the year, which is in the ninety percentile, ninety five percentile range, if not higher. You can tell I wasn't a math major last year. I had I think we had three students that didn't um, complete the year, mm-hmm. and one because they moved, and two because they didn't pass. But out of 600 students, that's um, incredible, incredible rate. I do know enough of that math. So Rocio will start crunching some of that data and that those numbers for us so that I can pass it to the annual board meeting. We'll have our Equals Age annual in-person board meeting mm-hmm. in Fort Mill. Or I think we'll probably be in Rock Hill, South Carolina this year for that. Um, and the first week of August. But the first week of August, Jorjito, where are you supposed to be? I am supposed to be in Costa Rica. Doing our first equals H Hope in the Ground team to Costa Rica. 
Yes, I am. I'm really excited for the idea and the opportunity. Actually, the team that we will be hosting, that hopefully we will be hosting, is the the Advent Church. The Church of the Advent in Spartanburg, in Spartan, South Carolina. Yes, that what she said. I can never pronounce that word. But Spartanburg it's, or it, Advent? No, no, Advent. I can't. <laughs> is Spartanburg? Spartanburg. Uh, but yes, I'm supposed to. The the reason why I'm saying and I'm supposed to and I hope to, is because I need a visa. Mm. And sometimes those um, things are kind of hard down here. The processes. Yes, those processes. Process. Challenging. So please pray for me okay. while we do that. Uh, we will have um, an appointment pretty soon. So we hopefully will be going there. It is it is an incredible opportunity for us to see. Well, we know the Church of the Advent is going. And Celeste, yes. our executive director, is going. And Laura Jennings. Yes. Estevez, who has been on the show and helps run Second Chances here in Ecuador. Mm-hmm. It's also her home church. Yes. So she's going. She's going too. So we know it's happening. It's just we're, yes. we're just really happening, hoping that you will get to be there with them. Yes. But it's a great opportunity for us, A, to visit our friends in the, in Costa Rica and see how the ministry is going right there, you mm-hmm. know, feel making them feel um, not alone. Scott and Linda McAnally. Mm-hmm. That, um, that from one side. And then the other is receiving teams in other countries that are not Ecuador. It's, it is just a huge privilege. I feel nervous. McAnally. Uh, I think it's McAnally. I might be putting an extra <laughs> in there. Scott and Linda, I apologize. I do love you. Um, McNally. No, McAnally. Okay, anyway, um, uh, the Vivanco family uh, will be headed to the U.S. Mm -hmm. It is a wonderful time to get to see friends and family, to see supporters visit supporting churches. Um, We have two weeks that we are um, setting aside for intentional vacation time. Um, to to rest as a family, but the rest of it uh, really is just kind of moving pillar to post, and it's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful life. There's just a lot going on, and trying to keep um, communication and relationship um, authentic and open and real because we can't do what we do without mm-hmm. the incredibly generous people around us who support, who believe in us or believe in this ministry, and so we're. We're just thankful to get to go and share in person. Um, Chip Smith likes to quote uh, Queen Elizabeth II that you have to be seen to be believed. Mm-hmm. And apparently that was one of her um, her mottos and why she was out and about so much. So certainly <clears throat> nowhere near the royal family, but uh, that reality of out of sight, out of mind, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. just want to... Keep it. And then the other huge part is that our kids would experience American culture. Yes, it is. It is a great opportunity for them. And I've seen them grow. I mean, we've seen them growing <laughs> for reals, right? But it, this part of, um, and we've talked about being a TCK, but this part of going back there and having a different scenario, I think it's super healthy for them as well mm-hmm. to reconnect with their culture, right? their home culture, but also to be able to step away from the normal rhythms of life and do things that are super healthy for them, like camp and be surrounded by people that they recognize as their family. Um, Mm. And it's really, it is a struggle that they, they see that they, they recognize all these people that they cannot be by their side all the time. So it's a great opportunity for them to actually spend time with people like uncle Bip, Chip Mm -hmm. Smith and Aunt Edla. Yeah, we're, we're going right? to see Aunt Nene very first thing. Um, 
uh, Mary Mack helped me with uh, the vocabulary of creating tribes for our right. our kids, mm-hmm. that there are people around them. My sweet darling Francis at seven has a hard time understanding the order of seasons, that uh-huh. it's summer, fall, winter, <laughs> spring. And I'm like, how do you, what sort of, did, does she have some sort of major learning disability? How do you not know this? And then the light bulb of, You've never lived it. She's never seen it. You've never seen it. You've never seen fall. You've never seen winter. You've never seen spring. These are just concepts in a book. Right, exactly. This is things that she learns and she recognizes the names, but she doesn't understand the process that happens because she has to see it. lived it. And Uh as far as she knows, the United States is always hot (laughs) because we travel (laughs) the summer. Um, So that just intentional time. And I think my prayer request would just be that it would be a wonderful, life-giving, intentional time for our kids um, because it's hard being drug around, whether you're being drugged to the mall as like a, want to say a monocultural 10 year old, like, oh, mom, I don't have to, do I have to? We have an all of that, but we're dragging them across continents and cities. Yeah. And, and We have to talk about TCKs. We can come you back know? to that. <laughs> yeah. So the Vivancas, that will be us and traveling. Hopefully you'll be in Costa Rica and the annual meetings, um, the stats. And the last thing that we want to talk about today is the fact that our funding for Ecuador is actually um, year over year about $20,000 short of where mm-hmm. we were last year, which impacts um, impacts program. Mm-hmm. We have five sites that have come to us, brand new sites that we could open up yes. if we had the resources. Yes. But currently we are still doing the fundraising to meet the resources of the sites that, that we, we currently work with. Currently have. Mm-hmm. So this is just that encouragement. If God has ever been putting on your heart maybe to financially support, now would be mm-hmm. a great time to do yes. that. Yes. As we are in that budget planning of what can we offer for the school year that's coming. Yes. Um, and we're so grateful for the incredible generous people who give and for the six hundred students that we already get to support. And if we stop here, we stop yes. here. And that's yes. okay. And we can trust that that's okay. Um, it would be incredible to continue to be able to expand to these places that have come to seek us out yes. through relationships. Yes. All what, I would ha- all what I have to say about this is this new ministry sites, they're all in the same kind of need. So it's not like we can pick one because it's more important than the other. And they are incredible people, great ministries. So please just pray for each one of them um, as we continue to get to know them better and get to understand how it would look like. And we start, we always start small. Mm -hmm. We always start with roughly 200, $150 to $200 a month per site. So a site would be $2,400 for the year. So that we can start with them. And we could even do $2,000. We'd walk through them, walk with them for a whole year. And that would impact anywhere from 15 to 30 students with with $2,000. Yes, because again, we want them to see what is the real need and and use the funds as they feel it's the best way mm-hmm. possible. Uh, but as you said, we also have this the, the opportunity of these new ones, but we also have to grow with the ones that we have currently been working with. So it's a huge, huge thing. And we're just praying for wisdom and guidance from God so that we can do um, the right thing with each one of them. 
And it is just a great opportunity to get to know what God is also doing in other places. Um, and some some of this this uh, ministry sites can be partnered with uh, partner with us in some different things. As you mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, we have two different areas for our ministry. One is the micro scholarships, and the other is the discipleship, the, the working with people and the teams that we receive. So we want to see how all, how all of those pieces come to its place uh, with this ministry sites as well. If you would like to be a part, um, or you would like to send other people to be a part, we would. Uh, covet that that financial support so that we can support more students that are in desperate and difficult situations. You just go to educationwashope.org mm-hmm. on the Donate Now or the Give Hope Now button. Um, you can choose Ecuador. Yes. Yeah, of course, if you have a site that you love and are connected to, you can designate it there, but we would love um, to, uh, to see what God's going to do. And again, if we don't grow, that is fine. We are... We are incredibly blessed to be able to do what we already do. Um, but should God allow, it would be incredible to continue to expand into these new new situations. Thank you so much for joining us for season three. Mm-hmm. We look forward to being back <laughs> in season four and have a great summer. Thank you so much for everything, for all this amazing season, and see you next season. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our Hopecast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage, www.educationequalshope.org, or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.